Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Racing with Ryan podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Stevens, and joining me on mic number two tonight, Margo the Super Spotter. What's going on? <laughs> that was weird. I mean, I try to not make it sound the same every Margo week. the Super Spotter. What's going on? What up? It's go. Hey everybody, joining me on my number two. It's Margo. Is that better? That's, oh, that, I already, that. I'm cutting that we've out. We've already gone off the rails. Oh, it took one next, minute. Next week's bonus episode bloopers. Oh god, no! I delete all those. <laughs> Get a lot I of might, me. I might singing. leave the beginning of the show in at the end. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's a. Maybe it'll keep you listening. Um. <laughs> Full show for you here today. Let's try to get on the rails. Let's try to not go off the rails until segment three. Um, full show. Of course, uh, we got some good racing in over at New Smarter this week. We're going to cover all of that stuff. Uh, NASCAR at Darlington, first race of the playoffs. Pretty wild weekend over there. We're going to check in on our playoff brackets that we dug through and, and found to see how terribly we're doing already. Um, of course, we'll score that on our scorecard here. And uh, some other places we're able to get some racing in. So we'll go around the state and more to wrap up the show. Before we get really into the first part of the show, big announcement came out earlier this week. Uh, the Racing with Ryan podcast has partnered up with Sunshine State Racing. Yes, please send us your sponsorship money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, um, please. So I've decided, you know, it's nice to be able to, to do this show and, and give you guys some content, some entertainment, or, you know, reason to tag me on Facebook. Um <laughs> But uh, I've teamed up with Sunshine State Racing, and we've each put in uh, some money, and we're going to, you know, it, it's it's almost like a bounty. You've got to go out there and earn it, but a little cross-promotion. The idea is to cross-promote and try to incentivize teams to um, support both the Governor's Cup and the Big League, two of my favorite races in November. Obviously, the Governor's Cup, because while well, I'm there, it's a big, prestigious race. Um, but the Big League, I went last year and had a good time at it, and uh, I was talking to Robert Howell over there at Sunshine State Racing, and... Uh, you know, he's like, hey, yeah, that, that sounds like a good idea. Let me uh, let me just, you know, look at some stuff, make sure it all works out. And sure enough, he texts me back and says, hey, yeah, let's go ahead and do this thing. So we've got $1,000 if somebody is able to go to both races and win. That's the Governor's Cup and the Big Lee Memorial. Now, I'm going to put this out there, too, if anyone I'm wants to. I'm so glad that you're able to do this, being as we're like white trash poor people. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm taking what I've You're taking from- my kids' Christmas money. Look, if somebody wins it, the kids are getting, you know, some candy and... uh, Halloween candy. No, I'll just not pay the credit card for a month. It'll be fine. No, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. Um, That's why I'm, you know, again, it's not like, oh, I'm just... If I had just $500 to just give away, I would, but I want to see these guys... he doesn't because he has uh, me and we live right next door to Target. Yeah, I'm screwed. So, Um, but no, big thank you to Sunshine State Racing, partnering there, um, trying to incentivize these guys to go to both events and, and try to win them. Like... My big thing is, like, I want to see Brad May, who probably has a good shot at Governor's Cup this year, go to 417 and try to run the Big League. I'd like to see Bobby Good go run the Big League. Um, and some of these other guys. I'd like to see, you know, Michael Hine try to do both races. I'd like to see Jeff Schofield do both races. I'd like to see Ty Majeski. I'd like to, now, NASCAR commitments and all that, but, you know, just... What NASCAR commitments are there on like November fifteenth? Oh, I, I don't know. The- Maybe yeah. I guess NASCAR doesn't run that late anymore. But yeah. um, it used to coincide with the Governor's Cup, and it actually doesn't anymore. That's a good point, Margo. So I don't know. Maybe we can get some of these guys. And I know maybe a thousand bucks to them is chump change, but I mean every little bit helps. So come win our money this is basically what we're getting at. Don't let the microphone attack you there. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Anyways, that was the big news that was revealed. Hopefully that will help draw some interest, draw some cars, and uh, maybe I will lighten my wallet a little bit at the end of the Bigley Memorial. If, I mean, if you need some help lightening no, your wallet, I'm right here. absolutely not. You do enough of that as it is. So, <laughs> Margo, ask yeah. you a couple of questions. Now, first of all, you were back at the track this week, so you've got the, the perspective of um, spotting for Jack. You're working for Jack Hall again this week. I, I didn't do that. I close my eyes when I do that. I don't see anything. Oh, oh sorry. Should I should I say you were Jack Hall's mom for twenty five <laughs> laps this week? As as you all put it on the radio. Um, no, it says he almost put it on the radio, almost, and it was like okay. that was weird. <laughs> nope, don't like that. So you're back up. Well, not in the spotter stand, but I was in the, the spotter stand well, for the heat race. I was for the heat race. Yeah. So you're you're back in the spotter role anyway. Yes. Um. Any? What was your? Big takeaway. What's your big observation from New Smyrna this week before we go division by division? Dude, the car counts. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Um, it was a good night. There were 60 cars total there in all the divisions. So, Which, I mean, to some people is... But when you look at the trucks last year, we were averaging like three and a half. Well, it was picking up. It was like seven, the half six was. or seven, eight last year. But uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, what else did we have? Sportsman. I feel like Sportsman was a little bit low, but there was also supposed to be... No, no Sportsman have been right around 10, 11, 12 cars all year. So, But they were good cars. They were good. Super stocks were boring. Um, Surprisingly. Yeah, it wasn't boring, but it wasn't Super the... stocks were boring. Okay. I said what I said. Don't try to argue right. with me. I'm just... Rebuttal. They were boring. All right. Paul Kochi needs to come back and start beating <laughs> and banging on people, he, being a pinball. He wants to finish fifth in points. I was talking to him this week. He says, do I have a chance? I'm like, I yeah, need you his need four pin- points a week, dude. I need his Paul Wall ass back out there to make it interesting. Yeah, ever since he went away. Seriously. Yeah. Because um, I like the Justin Spears, Bobby Holly rivalry. That's cool and all. It's boring to me. Well, that's why I was glad to see the 44 car there. Because it added a different wrinkle to the show. Yeah, and you said show. earlier that it was trucky. Is that not a Hurtigan car? Uh, Trocky heard again. I, I saw Trocky with him. Yeah, so you said Trocky earlier on the hot mics, John. I'm like, oh, well, he, which Hurtigan? When I asked car? Jared, I'm like, who would you like me to, you know, give me sponsors? I know this isn't your car. It's like, oh, thank, um, thank Michael Trocky and, and Butch Hurtigan. So, oh, okay. well, I was on the live show. I just, you know, just went with that because I saw Mr. Trocky there. What else? Oh, so anyway. Bombers raced. Bombers raced. Yeah, they wrecked too. Yeah. And then uh, there's one other class, wasn't there? Trucks. Yeah, trucks. I said trucks. Oh, modifieds. How could you forget modified? Your boy came out and showed these guys how to get around here with those baby motors. Dalton Nelson. Oh, my boy. Did he not do an was, awesome job or what? so good. He, need, he needed to, like, get up on the steering wheel a little bit more. Oh, he was up on that wheel. He was driving the wheels I think off he that needed, thing. like, three laps, and he would have been able to get under Jerry. But what do we hear all the time? Oh, you know, it's a motor track. We can't Yeah, and that's up. his small motor. I'll tell you one yeah. thing. Teddy Nelson built some badass racing Yeah, that was, that was good to see. So... Um, <clears throat> let's go ahead like and that, that wasn't even the engine that he uses for Governor's Cup or Speed Weeks when he comes. Yeah, because he, he hurt that one last year, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So he hurt its feelings. It said, "Nope, I don't want to do this." Speaking no of the modifieds, I just want to say it was so nice to see a good handful of race cars there. I know one didn't start in the feature, but um, we had nine cars show up, and we haven't sniffed more than six all season long. I'm not sniffing any. Well, you got to for for tire samples and stuff. <laughs> um, but, you know, <laughs> I've been very critical of the division on this show, and that is my opinion. It has nothing to do with the track. You know, whatever races, I support it. But I just got sick and tired of four or five cars riding around. Now, 
that's what we ended up with for the second half of the race because mechanical gremlins and you know Mike Dom's oil never stays put. Um, <laughs> Damn ground pounders. Yeah, right. Um, but it was good to see some new guys out there uh, that haven't been racing this year. Like, I like was Jared so Allison. surprised to see Jared Allison. Yeah, we haven't seen him since Speed Weeks. Like Dalton and I had ta- Dalton and I were talking in the pits before, and he's like, "Yeah, you know." Matt and Shane are here because, of course, they are. Something will happen. He didn't say that. I did. Uh, Jerry, Wayne, and then whoever else he named. He's like, oh, yeah, and there's a 19 up there. And I'm like, 19? I've literally never seen a modified oh, the number 19. Yeah. It's because of the Nerf bar. Mm. So I get up there because, of course, I'm going to go up and see Shane and Matt. And I see Jared Allison's trailer. I'm like, well, shit, there's not a dirt car in that thing. <laughs> right? Is there? So I texted Dalton. I'm like, it's Jared Allison. And he's like, ah. Well, they asked me on Facebook, <laughs> one of their team members, you know, about the tire situation. I'm like, it's a two-tire rule for the rest of the year. Oh, there and were they, no tires. Well, that's... At I'm all. Not, I'm not even going there. Zero. That's, that's, on, that's on the tire room, and that's on Hoosier. It's really not... Um, it's not even on EJ. <laughs> no, it's, it's on, on Hoosier. E, e, EJ has to do what he has to do with the supply. I'm not... I didn't mean that. I mean, it's on it's on Hoosier, and that's up, that's up to... Unfortunately, EJ is the one that has to deal with tires, so he has to deal with the people that are upset about it. And That's people can't tell at. me that EJ is not patrolling how many tires are sold because I literally looked at the you list. You had the sheet. I had the sheet. In fact, I looked at it, and I'm like, dude, you have half of these drivers' names wrong because he had, like, Devendorf was, like, Davenport. I'm like, That's wrong. Close enough. I fixed them all. So <laughs> y'all y'all who say that he's not, like, patrolling who's, t- who's buying tires – Sit in your wrongness and be wrong. I've seen the sheet. Shut up. Yeah, I saw it too. I mean, if people, if the the rule is you can buy tires for whatever cars you have there that night. In my opinion, when you come to register, you should get a ticket and you should have to turn the ticket in. But that's just me. Instead of these guys that bring their cars out, to, like backup cars out to practice and put tires on them. Bring the backup cars all you want. Start the feature. That's all I'm going to say on that. Um, and there, I didn't see any that. There was nothing that no, there was I saw, nothing. but I'm just, it, if, if it was me, when you come to register, and you know what, I would I would kind of do a, a, a thing where, you know, you got to, you almost got to put a down payment if you want to get tires. And then you They get to, are, they're paying for the tire. What more do you want? Well, I know, but you get that back after you race, is my point, to, to because, because, listen, what did we do last year? We canceled races because we didn't have tires, right? So you you have to put a down payment on the tire that you're already paying for. What is this? To like buying a house? Well, it's you know Nazi Germany for tires. That's all. No, I'm trying to understand your <laughs> no, logic I mean, here because it makes no sense in my brain. You want like, them to put a down payment on the tires that they're already if they're getting a full set they're already spending eight hundred dollars on, but you want them to put a down payment on it. Yeah, that they get back at the end of the night, a deposit. Why do they need to put? They're paying for the tires. Yeah, that's their I deposit. That. No, that's their. Or what? Or what? If you buy tires and you don't race on them, then we get to keep your deposit. That's dumb. No, then you get your you get your deposit back when you race. You know, up north they make you pay five cents for every can, right? And then you get that money back when you bring the can back, right? They're not going to return. Here, have my used my tires. I put five laps on and then had to pull in because my car broke. Well, they're not going to buy tires. That is the most asinine thing I've ever heard in my life. I don't know. Just an idea because everyone wants to talk about, oh, they don't do this, they don't do that. Just thinking of other ideas. Then these people can all sit in the tire room with EJ and do his job for them. 
I don't see anyone volunteering. I did. I volunteered to fix his sheet. Well, you just like to get out of the sun, so. No, I just like to give EJ shit. Would you be nice to one of the sponsors, please? I will. I'll be nice to Ron Alessandro (laughs) later. Okay. (laughs) Anywho. um, But no, it was nice to see this division and bring a good feel to cars. And in my opinion, this was the best weekly modified race in a long, long time. Because we had a battle up front the whole time. Yeah, it, it was good. And I honestly, I don't know if that battle up front, this isn't to take anything away from Jerry or Dalton or even Wayne Parker. Um, I don't know if that battle up front would have stayed the battle up front if uh, the incident with Allison did not happen. Mm. Yeah, that was interesting. On a restart, looks like, man, and I, I don't know what caused all this, but I know Wayne Parker got to the back of him and pushed him around off too. He just never lifted. Um, Wayne said it wasn't intentional at all. And actually, um, during victory lane, Wayne goes, Hey, turn, turn the mic off, turn the mic off real quick. And I'm like, Oh no, he's going to tell me. I can't, it won't turn back on. He's going to talk to me about what happened with Jared Allison. And I don't need to, he's like, you say what you had to say, but then he goes, Hey, I just want to let you guys know, um, me and my wife had such a great time at Daytona. They had to kick him out of the stadium because he hung out for the whole race. He came back on Sunday and hung out for the whole race. And then they didn't want to leave because they were having fun. They had to literally, like, chase them out of the stadium. Were they sitting next to us the whole time? I I'm know not, that at I'm one point sure they got they up to get beer, and then I don't remember if they came back or not. They probably went moseying around because it was pretty empty. Yeah, because they went to go get beer, and then I went to go get beer, and I'm like, where the fuck did they go? But, yeah, he just he wanted That's to tell funny. me that, so that was cool. Anyway, yeah. um, but, no, Jerry Simons gets the win, first win of the year, uh, first person to beat Wayne Parker. Um, to me, the most impressive car out there I, the most impressive run of the day was was definitely dalton nelson and um, it was nice to see him out there i know it's a trip for them to get over here and i know for them to come over here they're basically committing to a loss uh financially more or less um because it costs them money to get here costs them money to run here they gotta get tires all that stuff i know they tested earlier in the day so the uh the commitment for them to even be here was pretty awesome then to see them run in second um like I mentioned, only four cars finished the race. Jared Allison didn't finish. Mike Dom, Shane held Matt Jarrett. They had a nightmare night. And then Michael Mark, who moved up from the E-Mods, um, he qualified, had trouble in qualifying, and did not start the features. So um, final thoughts on the Modifieds before we move on? No, it was a good race. It Dalton really was. Dalton Nelson showed up. He, he did. No DNS today. Um, so, yeah, good good race. Great race for the Modifieds. That might be their race of the year. Um, Do they have <clears> any more? They got a few. They got one in like two weeks. Oh, okay. Um, the other 50 lapper, of course, was for the LKQ Superstocks. As Margot alluded to earlier, she said it was boring. Um, it wasn't the crash em up rivalry, you know, fender flaring action that we've come to expect. Um, big shout out to Speedway Video. He put together that hype package for the, for the Superstocks. And, uh, you know, I was really hyping up the race, and, well, I think the Bombers tried to steal the show. They they did not learn from the Superstocks. Um, the race was calm. It was a good one. There was a great battle between Jarrett Corpy and Justin Spears racing side-by-side for, you know, five, six, seven, eight laps. Um, but at the end, I want to know your opinion. Did you see the, the the restart that ultimately decided the race? Did you see Corpy and, and Spears going to one on the restart? No. You weren't watching? No, no, they're boring. I they're don't boring. like super. She didn't like super all. stocks. All right. Well, they had a restart late in the race, and this is what settled it. Uh, Corpy was in second. Justin Spears restarted on the outside, opened up the bottom groove, and Corpy 
came off the bottom a little bit. He said he got loose going into the corner and uh, washed up into Spears. They made some contact, and Corpy came off a two of the lead and never looked back. So Jared Corpy in his first start of the regular season, driving the Petty Blue 44. First start in 10 years. No, it's not. I'm going by <laughs> what he said. He ran speed weeks. How are you going to tell him? Okay, sorry. His first start in a super stock in 10 no, years. No, he ran speed weeks in the super stock. Okay, well, I'm, t- I'm going by what he said, so. And, you know, he might have forgotten. <laughs> I mean, probably not. Maybe I've forgotten. Hang on, let me go back and check. I'm pretty sure he was in the super stock race during the World Series. Trucks, super stocks, super stocks. Huh, no, he wasn't. It was... It was Butch Hurtigan. Give me those words. I love to hear. But I've seen Jarrett Corpy in that old 112, and it was less than 10 years ago. Sorry, so. it was eight years. It was a couple of years. It was All right, eight so years. A couple of years ago. My fault. My apologies. Man, I thought he raced Speed Weeks. That's my bad. I'll cut it out, but I won't. Uh, but Jarrett picks up the win in his first start, and sure, we'll go with it. 10 years. Uh, Justin Spears is second. He closes in now and ties the championship lead. With Bobby Holly, what you watching? What you His got on interview? I know what he said. Eight years. Eight years. All right, fine. Um, so Jared Corpy, Justin Spears, Blake Clouser, Bobby Holly, and Eugene Tuminello, the top five. And like I said, Justin Spears and Bobby Holly are tied. There's three races left for the Superstocks. Who's your champion? Who's going to win? They're tied right now with three races to go. Holly I'm going to piss somebody off no matter who I pick, well, so nobody. We're doing this show, so we're going to piss somebody off. Nobody? You think they're going to tie? Yeah. Complete tie? Complete tie. All right. Well, she'll be wrong on that, just like I was wrong on the last thing. It happens, folks. Um, I don't know. It's going to be Bobby Holly. You think it'll That's be Holly? That's who Myrna wants it to be. Oh, ouch, babe. I think it's going to come right down to the... It's going to come right down to the last race. It's going to be whoever finishes first to the last race. There you go. That That is logical. I like that. Um, the Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations, Blake Clouser. <laughs> Sorry, jeez. Um, the sportsmen were... You can turn that off. It's fine. We've moved on. I we, haven't We've moved, moved on, on from that. I haven't moved on yet. I, I'm going to go back and look at the results because I know he ran a race before that and he drove that purple 112 yeah. that became the eight ball like four years ago i know that for a fact and i could swear corpy was in the 44 at 1.2 so I, I, I need to figure this out all right i need to be right always and of course he's gonna take forever to get through <laughs> man I'm, no, I'm just kidding i swear I'm i i'm gonna find it but anyway <laughs> God, you talk a lot. Well, well, I mean, no, it's fine. I won't even. I, I won't prove that's, myself right. That's he what said I have eight to years. Do. He said eight years. Okay. Well, maybe it was four. I don't know. I don't know. I man, I swear, I swear, well, I swear, he was in that forty-four car a fine. couple of years Just ago. Just go. Even though I thought it was speed weeks and it was not, so I stand corrected. Anywho, <laughs> sportsmen were in action, and Rich Clouser won the the rare double down this week because he won driver of the week. Rigged. And, no, it's freaking not rigged. I'm so kidding. Screw you. And he won the feature. And it's funny, when I went to tell Rich that he won, uh, Kate Clouser was there and she goes, is it rigged? And I'm like, no. And I had it on my phone and I showed her. She's like, holy shit, we got a lot of votes. I just think it's funny how when Blake won Driver of the Year, 
Driver, driver of, the of the Week. He also he won. won that night, and now Rich now wins Rich Driver of the it. Week. So can you please, can CJ win Driver of the Week? So CJ can... already won Driver of the Week this year, and he didn't win. Well, you're rigging it, so can you rig it? You know, here's the thing. I had somebody say, <laughs> hey, can you rig Driver of the Week so somebody can be on the front straight away? Um, and I said, well, I won't rig Driver of the Week, but I'll get them on the front straight away and honor. It, it was Chris Seventy. They're going to honor his dad with a moment of silence. He Chris didn't want to come to the front straight away. Uh, he he just said, "Can you just do the the moment of silence?" So we did. But uh, I'm like, no, I'm not going to rate even with Courtney at the beginning. Hi, of the year, my Courtney name is Margot, and I like to make jokes to Ryan, who takes my jokes entirely no, too seriously. It's not but you, begs for me to I'm be not, on this podcast. I'm not even talking to you at this point. I'm talking to the listeners, who you know. I know Paul Kochi thinks the damn thing's rigged because who he got cares? beat by Trey, Trey Mills last year or whatever when he couldn't race. But anyways, no, I do, I do not, and I will not rig driver of the week. If Who only five people what vote, these only people five. Think? People, well, I like them to know that their thoughts are wrong, <laughs> just like my analysis a minute ago was wrong. Because well, it, that was it, factually it wrong. It was, it was, it was, it really was. Moving on to the sportsman race. So Rich Clouser wins that. <laughs> Next. Yeah, that was <laughs> no, no, it was a good race. Um, he and Travis Devendorf put on a pretty good race. Uh, caution free for the sportsman. Uh, nine of the ten cars started. There was controversy afterwards. Did you, did you know about the controversy that happened after the race, before the truck race? Because I got a text message from Mr. Devendorf. He texted know, me and Rich, Rusty, and I didn't respond. I know I Rich no idea, and so. Mr. Devendorf were down talking quite um, animatedly. Yeah. That's all I know. So That's what I do when I go to the racetrack, <laughs> contrary to everyone's belief. I don't stick my nose in other people's business. I know. Mind-blowing. So, now we had a lot of people doing double duties, and the schedule had to be changed around a couple of times to try to accommodate everybody. But when you have multiple people doing double duty in multiple classes, there's only so many buffers that we have. And Rich, and, and Rich, you know, he figured he'd have enough time with the sportsman, but then he won, had to go to Victory Lane, had to go to Tech. So Rich needed to help Blake get in his truck. So before... Rich went to Tech. He stopped near Blake's truck on Pitt Road and helped him buckle in to make sure his son was safe. Oh, he didn't go straight to Tech. And then he went, he parked the car next to Blake's on Pitt Road and did not go to his pit stall. Nobody touched the, exactly. the car. Exactly. There's like three officials on Pitt Road. Right. I don't, I'm and not then, seeing the issue here. And honestly, while it was happening, I had no idea. I wasn't paying attention. Not, not my thing, but they deemed that it was okay. And Mr. Devendorf, well, fighting for his son. You know, said, hey, he didn't go straight to tech. So He also didn't go into his pit stall. There are right. three officials on pit road. Now, if he had stopped and the team had come over and started tinkering on the car. And knowing where Blake's truck was, there was literally an official right there. And I said several times, I'm like, hey, there may be periods in the day where we got to wait on somebody because we got somebody hopping out of one car. Hell, at this point, we had a dad trying to strap his son in to go racing. With an so official that we have literally on track, right so. there. Um, I People didn't know, just want to complain to complain. I didn't know it was an issue. Um, he didn't go back to his trailer. That's don't go to your pits before you go to tech. If you have to stop to help your kid get in his car, that's different. Where Rich stopped, there's an official. Right. right. Get over it. So is it what is ideal? Is it a, the best look? No, but do you think Rich was giving a shit about what was the best look? He wanted to make sure his son was okay. And, I, and I'm going to just say... If Mr. Devendorf listens to this, I believe if he was in the same situation to help Travis get strapped, he'd have done the same damn thing. thing. And he would have done it the exact same way, and it would have been just as okay. And if somebody was complaining, 
and it got back to you, I'd say the same damn thing. Yeah. Get over it. So, and, and I, it, he texted me and Rusty on, I think it was Tuesday when I was, you know, head first into an audit at work, and like I, you know, I have nothing to do with well, this. Well, at least so. he waited until the holiday weekend was over. That was nice. Thanks, Mister Devendorf. Yeah, appreciate that. And he's look. We all get fired up, heat of the moment stuff. It's all good, man. It is all good. So let's take our first break here, and then we'll go over the last couple of races, tell you what's coming up here at uh, New Smyrna. You want to start with our good friend, Mr. Ron D'Alessandro at 124 Welding and Fab? Do you want me to do it? Go ahead. Tell us about 124 Welding and Fabrication, one of our big sponsors here on the Race with Ryan podcast. When, when did no. he start? When was it founded? I don't know when it was founded. <laughs> uh, anyways, if uh, Ron D'Alessandro does some pretty badass metal artwork, he does fabrication, he does race car fabrication, he does pretty much anything you can do with a welding machine, a welder. Uh, he'll do it sometimes with his clothes off, too. <laughs> He's working on a calendar right here. A calendar? Uh, <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. The naked welder calendar. Yeah. Coming he, to stores um, near you. He, you can check him out at on Facebook at 124 Welding and Fabrication slash Ron D'Alessandro Racing. Or if you don't want to try to spell Ron D'Alessandro, go to Etsy, 124-124, just like that, Welding and Fabrication. Um, coming up here within the next couple of weeks, this is going to tell who listens, we will have a discount code. I don't know what the discount is, and I don't know what the code will be for uh, starting in October. When his Christmas. holiday stuff goes up, right? Yeah, that's what I was getting to, but you just had to do your thing. If you want to talk, you can. No, go ahead. I'm letting you do this. Uh, we will have a discount code from and the if racing. if you put in the code, you get a percentage off is what she's trying to say. No, come back. I don't want to do this anyway. Come back. Come back. I'm sorry. I'll let you finish. <laughs> if, you do, if you put in the code, you will get a discount Um for your orders, y'all, he's he does some really cool work. He really does. Um, if that's who I do most of my Christmas shopping with for myself. Um, yeah, so there's that. He also is the president of the Florida Southern Ground Pounders, and I'd say our biggest supporter, but that's me. So Yeah, I yeah. mean that's why you do the show for free. So Yeah, sure. But no, seriously, great, great metalworking. Um, makes great gifts, and we'll get that when we have that discount code. That's, that's not all Put he does, though. He does race car stuff too. Oh, he does. He does car um, shows. He does. He, he sponsors some car shows. We've got some cool ideas we're working on for speed weeks and some stuff to um, help or to say thank you to those that help us out. Um, we've got a pretty special one coming up that I'm not going to give any more details on. Stay tuned. So um, that'll happen at the racetrack. But, yeah, he's, he's there There he is. But, uh, yeah, big thank you to 124 Welding and Fabrication, one of our anchor sponsors here on the Race from the Ryan podcast. And, and his word, builder of race cars, hot rods, metal art, and attitude. Perfect. Well, perfect fit for this show. Uh, Ron, we <laughs> appreciate we you, buddy. <laughs> Looking forward to seeing him at the racetrack this weekend with the Florida Southern Ground Pounders, also a sponsor here on the Race from the Ryan podcast. We also thank Andy Morrison with Never Give Up Racing. And uh, Andy wanted me to give you all a, uh, a message here. Um, Andy is a big supporter of both the Bomber A's and the Bomber B's. We talk about it, you know, with his ads every week. Um, he wanted me to tell everybody that he is not there for one team. He is not playing sides. He is not playing favorites. He is there to support the divisions. And uh, I don't, you know, apparently some people have been talking because – you know, you might see Andy talking to somebody that drives a certain car, and then you might see him down the other end of the pits talking to somebody else. Yes, Andy talks to everybody, 
and Andy wanted me to let everyone know that he is not associated with just one particular team. He is there to support the Bomber A's and the Bomber B's and enjoy some great racing and be part of the new Smyrna family. And uh, he wanted me to tell everyone that. Yeah. And, that's and he even came to me and he's like, remind Ryan of what I said. And here's what I have to say about that. Y'all are going to continue to run your mouths about those that support you. They're going to stop supporting you. Yeah. And he doesn't have to be given money when he's got extra money. And I know these people, oh, it's just $25, whatever Andy gives. Andy gives his heart. Like that's, a, he get, he is y'all's biggest supporter. And you want, because you see him down in someone else's pit, you want to run your mouth about him? Why? Why though? Damn. Like he supports you. Shut up. We should be happy that we have a supporter that isn't playing favorites. And uh, he's not. But uh, make sure you support him. And I'm sure it's just, you know, everybody talks, everybody, you know, I'm sure there's been points where I walk into somebody's trailer to, to talk to them and say, oh, who's playing favorites? Not at all. Um, I do. I play favorites. I don't well, like any of y'all. You don't work for the track, so. Okay, can you we know. say that one more time, please? You don't work for the track. Who do I work for? You don't work for nobody. I work for me. <laughs> you work for you. There you go. And the Florida Southern Ground Pounders. Peyton. Um, for now. <laughs> but no, we thank Andy for supporting the show and uh, supporting the Bomber Bees um, get a hold of him, buy a hat. Um, you know, he's, he had that cool banner with him this weekend. Uh, support him if you can and just know where he stands. That's the whole point of, uh, of his ad this weekend is let everybody know he is a neutral player and he enjoys bomber A's, bomber B's and the racing at new Smyrna Speedway. And then to transition into the second half of the first part of this, uh, little recap of the action at new Smyrna. We think Jeff White Racing, the sponsor of the truck division, when we talk about him here on the podcast, Jeff, uh, Jeff White Racing, big supporter of the show, period. Um, you know, you got Jeffrey White out there tearing up the E-Mods, tearing up the trucks. He's got the Prolate now. Uh, beautiful shop just up the road. Uh, they have some of the fastest cars out there, and I know they've, they're helping a few people out. So if you need something done, uh, check uh, get get with Mr. White Jeff White Racing. You you say their shops just up the road. Where's it at, sir? Eustis. Good job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I th- you know, I thought that was right. It is. You did it. Uh, anyway, I used to pass it on my way to the racetrack every week. Yeah, I, I passed it uh, when I was going up to to mom's after the yeah. quarter major race. I'm like, oh hey, oh, there's right, the you take 44 all yeah, the way up. Took 44. Yeah, they're just up in Eustis on 44. That's where the shop is. Um, and they sponsor the. The truck portion of this, and we had a pretty good turnout of trucks. So let's take a look at it here, and wouldn't you know it, Jeff White, he must be buying wins as he sponsors the show, and he's won the last four now. Definitely buying wins. That's how it works. Just I don't like, know uh, who he's buying them from. I haven't gotten any money. I ain't buying them from me because I don't hand them out. <laughs> but anyway, uh, this is a joke. Uh, Jeff Jeffrey White gets the big win. He went out and dominated. He has dominated the last few of these races. Um, the only person to defeat him was third-place finisher Taylor Watson, um, Becca Monopoly, you know, I, she, she ran real well. Um, maybe a, a yellow flag. She might've been able to mix it up, maybe take advantage of a restart or something. Uh, Jeffrey White had the field covered, uh, unless things got crazy in the final laps, but it was good to see Becca run well, uh, last year's champion, but just hasn't quite gotten a whole, I think it's these new tires. They just haven't quite been the same since we switched the tires to the F seventies. Uh, but she ran well. And Taylor Watson, third. She continues to impress. Going to win Rookie of the Year. Could still win the championship if things go sideways. Mm-hmm. And then my favorite part of the truck race was watching Dylan LeBeau and Blake Clouser. I thought Dylan hit the wall. They bounced off each other. I know that much. And Dylan might have scraped the wall. I still haven't gone back to look at it. I'm not sure if Tom got it. I'm sure he did. But um, 
But yeah, Dylan LeBeau edges out Blake Clouser for fifth. I think Dylan LeBeau and Blake Clouser are two of the future stars in racing period. Yes. Would you agree? Yes. Jeffrey White, too, if he keeps at it. I mean, it's easy to overlook him because he's winning all the time, which is weird. Ah, it's Taylor so weird Watson and Baneka? Bane- who is Baneka? What does she race? Baneka, that, dude, that's going to be the new trendy name. Look what you just did. Vickerty? <laughs> Most popular name of 2023, Baneka. I like it. Peyton, give me the paperwork. I'm changing Peyton's name now. No, you are not. <laughs> uh, but no, a good truck race. Uh, 11 trucks showed up. Um, Caution-free race, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know how, but it was. How'd Jack do? Finished ninth. And on the lead lap. Didn't too. get lapped. Progress. That's good progress. Yes. Uh, for driving with a frog under the hood, yeah. For, with a frog? Oh, that's a frog power, huh? <laughs> yeah. No wonder it's hopping down <laughs> the back stretch. Yeah, exactly. Um, he, let's see, changed some suspension stuff. So it was, it was rolling real good. Too bad it wasn't running very good. Uh, oh. Still fighting this issue. Um, I don't know. We were kind of talking. He cut the, the tack. The, the cord for the tack because we thought it was something electrical. Hmm. So that he's like, I hope this works. And then he sat there trying to start the truck up. It started. Keeps tinkering at um, it. I've asked him if he checked the carb because I feel like it might be the floats in the carburetor. And then I was brainstorming with EJ or EJ. Nope. The other one, CJ. And I'm like, you know, if this EJ, was just, CJ. if this was a regular like Chevy uh, engine, I'd be like, Hey, uh, maybe check your cam position sensor. Like, I know too much of the electrical stuff. And then I'm like, I asked Jack if he checked the floats in the carburetor. Maybe they're a little bit too high. It's going to be something super stupid, like carburetor floats or something. It's always the, the something little. Yeah. Like so, I, I had to pick on Zach Thomas, uh, the, the dirt track car builder. They took some cars out when dirt track racing this weekend. And he's like, oh, 50 cent piece cost me a win. And I was like, sir, you're such a liar. Nothing in a car costs 50 cents anymore. False. <laughs> Valve stamp. I, I bet those are at least 75 cents now. I don't know. You get them in like a huge pack of like 30, so probably. But yeah, so <laughs> he, he truck truck went in the trailer in one piece. It went in the trailer on the first try, much to my dismay because it, it did didn't it. come out of the trailer on the first try. What was all that about? I caught that uh, like out of the corner of my eye while I was talking to Mr. White. So when I got to the track, I noticed that the pits were kind of full and I know that Jack likes to be on the front stretch to where like the trailer faces the back stretch and you can sit in the sun mm-hmm. or you can sit in the shade. So I texted him. I'm like, Hey, I'm here. Do you want me to save you a spot? And he's like, yeah, on the front stretch, preferably. So I like <laughs> parked like an asshole and blocked off a couple spots so that I could fit his truck and trailer and then also my car. So I wasn't thinking that he would probably want to have like concrete underneath him. So he just, where the trailer door landed, it was in the rocks. So he could, and uh, the fuel cell bottomed out. So he, Jeffrey White pulled, pushed the trailer back or got in the truck and backed the trailer back. We put some uh, wood underneath the trailer and got it out. It was fine. So other teams helping other teams, even to unload, huh? Yeah, I was yeah. down there, like, running around trying to find wood and grabbing stuff off, like, Rick Gaither's trailer, and they're looking like, the f- where are you going with the <laughs> fucking rams? Hey, bring me my stuff. I was like, thanks! I'll be right back! So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then I wasn't expecting the truck to go in the trailer for the fr- like the like in the trailer the first time, so I'm like, I'm going to get this on TikTok. Like, if, if, if it just rolls right back out or tears something off, I'm going to get it on TikTok. 
It went right in, so I just did the door of the door of the explorer. We did it. We did it. Oh, is that where that's from? Yes. Okay, I had no idea where that was from, but it <laughs> so it made me that. crack up when you showed it to me after there's, the races. There's that, but yeah, he did good. Hopefully, we'll get the bugs fixed. It's good to see improvement, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's got to make them feel better because it's been a struggle. And any time that his truck goes, like, first of all, he doesn't have an issue with the trailer, uh, and then the truck goes in the trailer, in one piece with no damage. It's a good night. Yeah, successful night. So. There's that. And another good truck race. And we thank Jeff White Racing for sponsoring this portion of the podcast. To move on to our final race to also cover here at Follow Jack Racing on YouTube. Yes, absolutely. And he's like and TikTok, TikTok famous, right? But uh, we're doing a thousand. Er, we are. He's doing a giveaway when he gets to a thousand followers. And he's also got some new merch that I know about coming up. Nobody else knows what they are. I'm so excited. Thongs? No. Okay. Booty shorts. <laughs> Yes, I'm buying some. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm walking around pits and booty shorts next week. You have to have a booty to wear booty shorts. True. Never mind. Cancel my order. Anyways, on to the final event here to cover. I saved the the drama for last because the the pretty drama free night in the grand scheme of things, and then the bombers had some stuff happen. Um, so great to see Dan Webb back for practice. I'm glad to see his dog. Was his dog? His dog wasn't there, was yes, he? Yes, he was. Was, it, was Romeo there? Have, oh, good. Romeo's about as tall as Dawson now. Yeah, I believe that. And he weighs as much as Peyton. And Dawson no. and me combined. Okay, I was going to say, now, that, <laughs> now we're getting to the right right measurements. Um, no, Dan was back and actually sold his car in practice to a gentleman named that have been James Matthews, who is the subject of discussion here in oh, the Bombers. Oh, be a discussion. Um he has been nominated for the Richard Cranium Award by several listeners. Is he the winner? I'll let you know at the end of the show. Yes. We'll let you know at the end of the show. Margo is spoiling her portion of it. Dingus of the week. So, and I picked on this guy on the PA, and I'm like, you know what? He's new here. I don't know if he catches my drift here. So Then maybe his first race shouldn't have been a 40-lapper when they have like three points races left and a points battle that is literally one point different. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm no. I'm expert but i'm just it's tied saying. in it is it tied you said one point difference earlier oh, and i'm shit. like oh i think it's tied and you're like no anyways you maybe your first race shouldn't be the biggest race of the season mama rays are tied Jim's maybe you shouldn't preacher. buy a car during practice not practice it at all and then use the heat race or the the 40 lapper as you, oh but he qualified eighth it's really not hard to be the fastest car on the track when you're the only one there well, he did real well when he was the only it's one out there. It's not real hard to do real well when you're the only one out there. So let's talk about what happened. They put a snowplow on the front of the 25, and he went, wee! So <laughs> on the initial start. And then they went, and Brandon Monroe went, and there's what happened. And then he went, expletive, expletive. <laughs> I was going to get there. Yeah. So on the initial start, he made a hell of a move to the outside. And passed a bunch of people. You can't do that, bro. Only on the inside. You got to wait for the green flag to come out. He was passing Unless people you're doing four. it on the inside and your car number is 15. I didn't say I that. I said what I said. Put that um, on your podcast. So then, they, <laughs> there it is. That's the uh, that's the slogan of the show. Love you, Dustin. Um, poor Dustin Hayden. He didn't piss me off this week. I'm literally... He just, never pisses me I'm off. He, he's a character. He's... He, he provides Anyways, good content. Anyways, so Ralph calls to start back because yeah. consistency is key. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm saying he... So what happened on the next restart? 
The Fruit Loop Ding is done. <laughs> decided, hey, I see the green flag. Let me yeet myself into everybody. But what did he do? What did he do? What, what, what was different about this restart? The first one, he show, he went around the outside of everybody. This what did he do on this time, he tried to go through them. He went in the middle. He looked like tails out there being all yellow and useless. <laughs> he he <laughs> went through the middle everyone. and turned poor Daniel Snyder completely around and backed into and Daniel then, Bromley. And then Daniel, Bro- Daniel Bromley is like, oh, I'm going to make it through this one. Fuck! And then his right front exploded. Yes. Blew, blew more holes in his ship. I still don't understand that reference, but okay. And then freaking... Brandon Monroe like spins to avoid or some shit and somehow takes out the water barrels because apparently he thinks he's Michael Waltrip or Clint Boyer or whoever the hell it was. It actually made that. his car go faster. No, I think that was his like anger. Brandon, get pissed off more often. He drives better when he's pissed when he's off pissed, and yeah. has taken out an inanimate object. When it was the issue with Alan, Alan Smith, <clears throat> is that the 87? Yeah. He took out his mirror. Yep. When he had an issue with, I don't know, I think it might have been CJ, but it wasn't really an issue. It was just kind of like slight contact. Uh, he took out a um, an orange cone. Okay. And then now it's the water now barrels. The water barrels. At least he's, you know, he spreads his love around. But you know what, what was, you know the bad part with Brandon is I had literally talked to him after qualifying because I was walking through the tech area. I know, sticking my nose in. I was really just going to check a lineup. And uh, I walked up to him. I'm like, how'd you do? So we're talking about the qualifying lineup. He's like, I don't know, man. Something doesn't feel right. Like, he had almost passed out on the front of Dustin's car earlier in the day. Oh, it was hot. He's like, man, something feels weird. I'm like, I have a weird feeling in my gut. I'm like, not necessarily bad, just weird. So after the races, he's like, next time we agree that there's a weird vibe, I'm just not going to race. I'm like, yeah, I think we'd probably be better off that way. Well, it worked out for him. He finished third. So Finished fourth. Finished third. On the track. Officially. Um, So... Yeah, big wreck there trying to get the race started. Then we finally got the race going, and then I was having fun on the mic because half the field was about taking out. James Partlow was caught up in the wreck. I lap like four. There was eight cars out. Yeah, it was. It was and sad. I know, I know for a fact it was lap four because like every time Peyton would doze off, the twenty five would be his pin, come out of the pinball machine, and caution would come out, and she'd wake up, and I'd be like, "Damn it!" Like, well, yeah. I, I was like. I kept saying over the P, I was just having a ball. I was like, oh, I'm not even watching the race. I'm just watching this 25 car. Because it was like anytime he got near somebody, they would just get out of his way so that you, you could get by him without wrecking him. I know at one point I asked you who it was, and you were like, it's corn. Yes. <laughs> I could not stop yep. laughing. Because I didn't have time to look and type at the same time. It also looked like a piece of corn. The car was corn colored. Or if you ask Ralph, the cream colored number 25 to your spot, please. Cream colored 25 to pit road, please. Because it's that faded yellow. It looks like cream corn. That guy's nickname, congratulations, Mr. Matthews. Your nickname is cream corn. Or Kareem in the wall. Cream corn. I'm going with that. It's it's less mean. But anyways, <laughs> I told the crowd, I'm like, I am not watching the race. I don't care about who's winning. I don't care about what's happening up front. I'm watching the 25 car. And then poor Chris Seven, he had a motor problem. And he was pulling his car in. It's an engine. Off turn number two. You know what I freaking mean? Kyle Busch also had a motor engine problem. Um, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, oh my gosh, his car looks like Chipotle corn. Chipotle corn. It's Kyle. Look, it, it's the same color as the corn in that Chipotle bowl. Interesting. Um, so Chris is pulling his car in, then I'm scanning back through the field, and all of a sudden I see the 25 just, you know, careened. Wow, I had a stroke. He careened off the wall and uh, caught me off. 
caught me by surprise, and I was like, "Whoa, he's in the wall!" Like it, like I heard that. Blew yeah, out Tom's speaker, um, and uh, he went spinning off into Terminal One, collect Larry Masters, and then Brandon Monroe locks up the brakes. And I'm like, "Brandon, don't follow him <laughs> into the wall, you fool!" I know you're like, "Brandon, don't do that! Don't do that, Brandon!" Because I was all amped and hyped about the, the race. And then after that, everything was calm. And the 47 of Stephen Wright walked the dog on the field. Only by five seconds this time. Only. And then got DQ'd for springs. So I guess one didn't match or something like that. Was that the case? I mean, seems. They didn't measure the same. That's so, all. That's all. It's fine. Everything's fine. The, the real drama was. Dustin Higdon got DQ'd in qualifying for Camber, and then Stephen Wright got the win taken away. Um, those two guys are going to have a – when we get to the end of the season, whoever has – progressively getting better and better. Whoever has the most infractions with the DQ page at the end of the season will get one of the racing with Ryan trophies at the banquet. Well, one of them's already getting a T-shirt. I don't know. The last thing I made for somebody for the banquet, you told him to light it on fire. Yeah, because it, it ran its course. Did it not? I it was worked awesome. really hard on that. You had your machine cut something out, and then you taped it down. That thing took me four hours <laughs> to make. Anywho, um, when Rude. when everything was all said and done, Jim Snyder's pass on C.J. Creech with about two to go uh, ended up being the big moment of the race, and Jim Snyder gets his first one of the season. If C.J.'s tire had held together, C.J. Yeah. might have gotten his second win, but with Jim Snyder getting the win after Tech... Jim Snyder and C.J. Creech are now tied for the point lead with three or four races left. Who wins that one? C.J. C.J.? You don't think Jim's going to repeat? I think Bobby Holly and Jim Snyder. Now, God, I don't know. Ask me in two weeks. Um, so Jim Snyder, the winner. C.J. Creech, the winner. The winner. The second place winner. Aww. Brandon Monroe, third. The bridesmaid the again for C.J. Uh, Larry Masters with a career best fourth place finish. Dustin Higdon, despite all the stuff he went through, he finished in fifth. Aaron Foy is sixth. Old Jono came back. Jonathan Vogelius came back, finished seventh. Leroy Crawford finished in eighth position. I think that's the best he's done. Alan Smith and James Matthews, the top ten. Wild bomber race. Final thoughts on that? Glad it's over. Aaron Foy said that he will be driving the 25 at the next race, and he will leave the plow at home. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't ask questions. All right. Well, fair enough. I mean, so there, I do. There you go. But it's not like I'd get a legitimate answer. Breaking news on the Racing with Ryan podcast. It's not, Aaron no, Ford it's breaking news on the Bomber A page. <laughs> well, I don't read that. I'm back on it now. <laughs> I hate that page. It's just nothing but bickering. And I love that division. It's, no, it's friendly fire, though. Is it? Yeah. Okay. If you say so. So that wraps up the night at New Smyrna. It was a good one. It was fun. It was a long one. Um Qualifying took a long, long time, as I knew it would. It was interesting, that's for I sure. It took us longer to leave the track than it did. To well, I mean, we were having fun afterwards, were we not? Yeah. I love hanging out afterwards. I'm not, you know, we don't we don't show up and just go home. We we hang out, and we hang out up top, and we're in this pit, and we're over here, and then we end up in the tire room. Who hangs out in people's pits? I do. I mean. Well, we went from here to here to there to there like we always do. Make our rounds. We, You can find us all over the place if you know where to look. Um... Coming up or this, listen. There you go. Coming up this weekend, we have hopefully the Clyde Hart Memorial that has been rescheduled for the third time. Can't wait. Uh, to Twin see fifty. Wait, what? You're going to Auburndale. I'm going to Auburndale. You'll have Auburndale. your mom's car. Have fun. Um, <laughs> what's going on in Auburndale? Race cars. Okay. Well, we got race cats. cars and New Smyrna too. 
I'm excited. I want to go see Phil take the nose off his sportsman at Auburndale. I'm excited for the Emod 50. 2000 a win. It's going to be great. Oh, yeah, that is this weekend. Um, I guess twin, twin 50s for the Clyde Hart Memorial. Uh, Clyde, or twin 51 will be the Clyde Hart Memorial. Twin 52 will be race number four of the Sunbelt Series. Uh, that's how they're going to decide all that. Um, okay. Plus, you got Mod Minis, you got Bomber Bs, and you got the Florida Southern. You can't go to Auburndale. You got Florida Southern Ground Pounders this weekend. Whatever, whatever. I do what I want. You got obligations. You got obligations. Damn it. So it's going to be fun. I hope the weather holds out because if this, if, if there's a lingering front. It'll be a good night for ground pound. It'll Precisely. Be, it'll be a good night for ground pounders. It'll be a good night for everybody. I'm fully in charge because Ron D'Alessandro cannot be president on Saturday. All I know is if they can't get the. Why can't Ron D'Alessandro be president on Saturday, Margo? Why not? Because he's racing. Breaking news. I don't know what. A car, I'm assuming. I'm the only one that runs my mouth. You'll probably get a DNS. Um. (laughs) Damn, you told me to be nice to the sponsor. I'm trying to, like, after, like, a year, he's finally back behind the wheel of a race car. Oh, that'll be great. I'm excited to see if you can go beat Mr. Hank Sanders. I'm DQing him. I want to see Hank and Art uh, one-on-one. I do, too. I want to see, race. like, a grudge match. Yes. Even though they don't have a grudge, they're literally teammates. Right. They're, like, friends. But I think it'll be fun to do, like, a match race between the possum and the villain. That'd be awesome. We should have John Smith back. Not, I don't think he's back this week, but what? I think he's oh. back for the next one. Okay, so we got, we got a bracket. We've got John Smith versus Ron D'Alessandro. Oh, cool. <laughs> and then Congratulations, got, John. And then we've got Art versus John. Hank. And then the winners can fight, like, spectator race style. And then Toby Smith can race the champion. You see the big problem here is um, no. Okay. Well, anywho, no. that's what's coming up here this weekend, minus the grudge match, because that idea has been shot down. But yeah, John, John Smith is done with his world tour. Good. He, he, so he met my dad twice last week. I don't, pretty cool. I don't know if he's going to be back this week. I really need to text him. Um, but he'll be back soon. He's finally back. Good. He's a great Florida. guy to have in the pit area. The Florida Southern Ground Pounders are a great addition to uh, every race, if you ask me. No, not every race. And I have to be there every weekend. Every race, if you ask me. So, so. Mod Minis, what's going on with Mod Minis? We've got the... Oh, actually, there's a, a new one registered Oh, this week. Um, let me tell you who it is. I forget that people are registering because people don't register normally. Let me take a look here. I think, like, a total of three people have registered for this weekend's but event. Mod Minis have a pretty close point battle, right? Uh, they, they do. It's close between Todd and Brad. So that that should be a good race, or... I think it'll be a good race. Not. I think I think it, it's shaping up to be one of the better Mod Mini races. Let me see. Confirmed entries for Mod Minis. There are two of them. Aaron Jackson in the 29 out of Deland, Florida, has registered along with John DeGeorge, who will be back in the 22, which is good to see. And you got Todd Hopp, Brad Blanton, and whoever the heck else decides to roll out and have some fun. <laughs> so, that wraps up New Smyrna. That's all <laughs> I've got to say about that. Uh, I've got some quarter minute stuff. Yeah, save that for segment three. All right, sorry, guys. It's Hold New that Smyrna. thought. New Smyrna, so. <laughs> Hold that thought. Why are you watching Sonic the Hedgehog videos? Why not? I got to learn how to beat dogs. Five-year-old's kicking your butt at yes, that game, he is, isn't he? Yes, he is, and I don't like it. <laughs> I got to learn the t- the tips and tricks. 
Um, all right, so take a quick break here to tell you about some of our other sponsors before we get into the next part of the show. Intermission. Intermission for you. Will you grab me a, a libation, please? Thank you. All right, so got to thank our good friend, Mr. Rob Schultz at uh, Schultz Products. Um, again, they are hiring if you're in the Edgewater area and would like to work for a great company. They are in need of a CNC machinist and programmer. Uh, they're looking for a good all-around mechanic for maintenance and help on the race car. And they're looking for shop help as well. So if you have a good attitude and can just push a broom, they are looking to fill those positions. That, again, is Rob Schultz, uh, Schultz Fuel Cells, Schultz Products. Um, they're one of our newer sponsors here on the Race with Ryan podcast. Um, you know, he created, he was the man behind the reason we don't have catch can catch can men anymore. Uh, the self-ventilating fuel cells that they're fuel tanks that they use to fill the cup cars. So that's pretty cool. And, uh, they build fuel cells. So if you got a fuel cell on that race car, make sure you're using a Schultz fuel cell. You can uh, actually reach them at one seven, uh, one seven three two nine two two four three three four. I shouldn't have wrote the one down. That threw me all off. And um, you can also email Rob at you can email Rob at Rob at Schultzproducts.com. No, I know, and I know people. I think I said it last week. Everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, why is it a seven three two area code or whatever it is?" They are based out of New Jersey and have a shop in Edgewater. Correct, and that's where he keeps the tent. The what? The tent. His 602 mod. Oh, the, I thought you said the tent. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> um, they've also, like, not... They don't only do racing stuff. They do some aviation stuff, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're on it. That's why I got to check out Schultz products. They have more than just fuel cells. They have all kinds of great stuff. Yes. So we check thank, them out. Give them we some We thank them uh, for coming on board. And, hey, if you're looking for a job and a good one, not just a, you know, let me go flip some burgers... One that's worth driving an hour for. Yeah, if you want to inquire, again, um, get with Rob Schultz. Rob at SchultzProducts.com. That's S-C-H-U-L-T-Z. They are out of town for the next few days, though. So if he does not answer, that's why. But make sure you get with him. Um, and we thank them for their support here on the show. Um, we also thank 70 Motorsports. And again, our condolences uh, with Chris 70 and the family. His dad passing away a couple weeks ago. I did not realize that his father was um, the guy that the, the will and lights distributor yes i did not know that so hopefully um it, it was good to see chris there um it was i could definitely tell he wasn't his, his usual self which yeah. i mean who would be so our thoughts and prayers chris i didn't say anything to you at the track because i know how it feels to lose a parent it yeah. fucking sucks and nothing anybody says makes it better yeah and again i, I but our to... thoughts and prayers are with you absolutely and we hope to see you around the track and, and just know you've got a a, a good support system here at the racetrack and you're, you're part of the family and uh, we thank him for his support of this show i know he enjoys listening to it and i know he enjoys having a, a podcast that talks about this kind of racing to you his to listen puppy to. was so cute very cute very yeah. cute and uh, we thank bromley motorsports as Ooh. well bromley motorsports oh those oh i really need to thank those guys please do this is a good time to do so i mean sure thank the rest of them but daniel bromley let uh matt jarrett borrow some gloves during qualifying for the super stock because I couldn't find Matt's gloves when he jumped out of the E-Mod or the... He was jumping back and forth to qualify. Yeah, yeah he was E-mod jumping out of the modified yeah. to the super stock and Matt's gloves were right there and I didn't see them because I was in a rush and I asked Daniel just because he was the first one I saw 
And he's like, here, have some gloves. Um, I have your gloves. <laughs> They're in my car. Stinking so thank you up. for donating your gloves to the show. <laughs> thank <laughs> no, you. Just kidding. But no, uh, wanna... Next week's episode, we will auction off um, the gloves. That's of a right. mediocre driver who keeps getting holes blown in his ship. He's not actually a mediocre driver. He just has no luck. No, he has zero luck. But we thank uh, Brawling <laughs> Motorsports for you know, supporting the racetrack, for being there, and supporting the show as well. They help a lot of people and uh, help keep some of those bomber cars going. I miss and, Tony uh, and Harley this week. They'll be back this week. They were too busy celebrating their baby Tony's going, shower. Tony will be going for win number seven in the Bomber B. Oh, damn. Yeah. Do they get paid? Yeah. Same as the Bombers. Oh, bomber okay. Bs and Bomber A's are paid the same. Yep. Okay. Three cheeseburgers. He's got to save that money. He's got baby coming. That's right. November. 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 That's good timing. Uh, but no, we think, uh, we think those guys for supporting the show. Let's uh, quickly... Move into the NASCAR portion here. Go over the Southern 500, race number one of the... Oh, did you get a black cherry? Can, will you trade me? Yeah, sure. That is there. bad. A full one, preferably. It's full. <laughs> we got, we got to make sure... We got to make sure everybody's taken care of here on the show to continue. Um, so, oh, that is terrible. So, Margo, I, I know what, that our focus wasn't 100% on the race this weekend. <laughs> Mine was. Was it? Yeah. Well, I, I feel like you were disassociated at like lap fifty when Chase crashed, and then we don't talk about Bruno. Yeah, I think that was the the most shocking thing about the early part of the race was Chase Elliott just walling the car and then spinning up the track, taking out Chase Briscoe. I think what he was doing here's here's what I've come to terms with. He was like, "She's not paying attention to me." Let me Ricky Stenhouse real quick, <laughs> and then Ricky Stenhouse, Ricky Stenhouse, like shortly after they were fighting for my attention. Mm. Mm. That's it. Well, somebody made a comment to you that the regular season championship is not important. <laughs> Neither was his sportsman championship from New Smyrna Speedway. Is that regular season championship important now? Yeah, you dumbass. Yeah, it is. Dang, gotcha. Chase Elliott. Put that on my pocket. Because he had 40 playoff points, he is still ninth in the points. Bro, William Byron up to second? Yeah, but Chase is safely into the next round, and that's all that matters. When he goes to the next round, his 40 playoff points will transfer with him. So he'll be fine. I'll be right back up top. Where's your new Smyrna Speedway Championship going to transfer to? Nowhere, because your car's in the garage. Oof. Shots fired. Shots fired. What did um, what did you think of the overall race? I, mean, I thought it was kind of lackluster for Darlington. It's one of the crown jewels. Like, I-, I enjoyed watching it because I like Darlington. Me too. But I feel like up until like the last 15, 30 lap, 30... 30-ish laps. It was kind of me. I feel like until Kevin Harvick caught on fire. I don't like fire, when I'm pissed off by lap 50. Yeah, that's rough. By Chase. Well, you, Your guys really gave you not it, much to like, cheer for. You know how we had Austin on, like, Suicide Watch for Daytona? Yeah, yeah. You were you might have had me on it. I know yeah. your mom did, so she's like, look, I'll just keep feeding her alcohol. It's fine. Well, we, we were at mom's, and we had the kids, and we were we had the race on the background. We're talking. We're eating dinner. We're doing all this stuff. And also watching tennis and the race at yeah, the same time. Yeah, and then I look up, and I said, oh, no, Chase. And you're just like, it's not even dark yet. What the hell? And then Dawson's like, but Bubba Wallace is in seventh. And I'm like, no, he's not. Oh, damn it, he is. Yeah, Bubba, Bubba did fine. He got a top 10. He did real fine. Um, yeah, I, I agree. The race was, it was okay. Um, I don't think it was as good as the Mother's Day race. When that we was had a the, terrible race. What are you talking No, that was great. It, I thought the race was better. I didn't like the finish. Wow. I, I tried to hold that in. It wasn't holding <laughs> My it. My goodness, that's kind of how it sums up the race I for you. I tried to move. 
I was doing everything I could. Well, sorry if that picked up on the mic. My goodness. Ew. Um, let's talk about the big moment that kind of changed everything. Um, what do you think of Kevin Har- Harvick's car catching on fire and then him getting out and it's still green? I missed that. I didn't see that. I don't know what I was doing, probably picking my nose or, you know, taking care of a child. Yes, but you um, heard all the blowback. Yeah, I heard yeah. all the blowback, the crappy-ass parts and everything. Yeah, he's pissed. And, you know, so this, I was going to mention this later, but I feel like it kind of fits in right here with the way these cars just kind of like, the way they just kind of blow into shambles. Yeah. I can't put Versus it in Versus crumpling? Yes. Yeah. Or they just randomly blow up and they, yeah. they just have all these stupid ass problems. So we've Spontaneous been wa- combustion. We were watching that race for the championship thing, the documentary yeah. reality, whatever they want to spin it as. And Kyle Larson started talking about his 2013 Daytona wreck where he just, we. Oh, and hit the catch fence. When he, catch, yeah. when he hit the catch yeah. fence and the engine came out of the car and all that. And he just got out of the car like there were no issues. Mm-hmm. I do not think a wreck like that could happen and have the same end result end result in these cars. These cars do not look safe the way they just combust. They fall apart. Instead of crumpling, they just fall apart. Yeah, they they like blow apart like George Spears' Superstock did. And it's almost like, you know, Kyle had talked about when his when he took the hit to the catch fence, everything got pushed into him to where his foot was kind of stuck. But because he could feel his foot, he knew he was okay. Yeah. And well, I car, don't think these cars would crumple like that. I think they'd just disintegrate. Well, I, I think because the front and rear clips bolt on now that they would probably just shear off in the... You hope. You, you would hope, yeah. But even in that situation, you have a front or a rear clip just shear off and go flying across the racetrack. You could have... In, in more pieces, yeah. Or in bigger pieces. You have a John pieces. Blewett situation. You could. I um, really need to listen to Dale Jr. download this Yes, week. Jimmy uh, Blewett. I, he does. He actually does talk about New Smyrna on there. I'm At like the two-hour mark, so... Um, no, I, I, I agree. Like, the, these cars, like, when they hit with the rear, they're so much more solid when they hit. And it doesn't... It, Puts more of the the impact on the driver, but like the, the the little tiny hit that Chase took, that shouldn't have broken his lower control arm, but it did. Well, that's we have independent rear suspension now. That's well, I don't even try to act like you know, as if we didn't I, sit on this podcast we, with me describing. I, I learned it so that I understood what I was. <laughs> I know I taught it. At. Yeah, you did, and I appreciate that. It gave me a whole greater <laughs> understanding of the car. Um, it's nice to learn. Okay, I don't know everything, obviously. Um, I, it, it does suck for Kevin Harvick to just be riding around. Like you said, we didn't hit the wall. We didn't hit, hit another car. We just caught on fire. I guess the with all the openings on the front of the car, the rubber got in there and got on the rocker box and got hot and caught fire. Yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. And then it came through the dash, and he's like, well, I'm getting out. And But I did not realize that they were fully green for an entire lap. Like, where the hell was your spot? Yeah, and that's what we talked where about. Where the hell the- were the NASCAR officials? Like, this yeah. man's in the infield car on fire he's out of the car what if somebody spins out what if yeah. like <laughs> that's what we talked about on the hot mic today i don't really listen to you when you talk i know um but <laughs> you know i kind of said the caution should have been out when he rode around for a lap on fire first and foremost you would but think then what do you do like did he just disappear from nascar's line of sight when he pulled down on the inside what you can't see him you, you, he's on fire you should know he's down there the caution should have come out sooner where so, was Ronnie Childers? Where was his spotter? Where 
perhaps a Richard Cranium Award nominee for NASCAR this week? I am last and Daytona. And last like, week? is this how the playoffs are going to be? Are we just going to call cautions? Over I mean, this? also, you know that Ricky Stenhouse little would didn't get a that caution. didn't get a caution. He was in the freaking wall hard. That was a harder hit than the one Chase took, and Harden, that didn't get yeah. a caution. Yeah. Is this inconsistency, how the man? Sorry. Go ahead. Is that how the playoffs are going to go? Is it's somebody going to win a championship wacky. based on NASCAR's inconsistent probably. caution calling? Somebody's probably going to get screwed out of moving down to the next round, and it might be Harvick. I definitely think. Well, no, because I don't see it being Cendric. I don't see Cendric going to the next round. Nah, or Dylan. Briscoe's not going either. No, he's Dylan's out. Dylan's not going either. Harvick's got his work cut out for him now. He's not out of it, though. And I, I really, I'm sorry, Christopher Bell's not going either. Oh. Interesting. So I you think Harvick will crawl back out? Yeah. Okay. They don't call him the closer for nothing. So to move to the next big part of the race, uh, Truex looked like he was going to win, play spoiler. And his his uh, water pump failed. That's what knocked him out. Damn bomba de agua. You know, I was, at, at that point, I was wrapping up, me and my mom were having a conversation. I was wrapping up the conversation with my mom, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go watch the last 50 laps of this race on the couch and really get into it. Oh, I did miss that because I was doing bath time. Yeah, and then, so... Truex is leading. They have a pit cycle, and I'm not sure who's on what cycle. And I look up. They come back from commercial. Truex is leading, and Kyle Busch is closing. And I'm like, oh, I want Kyle Busch must have pitted later, so he's got better tires. And then the next lap, Kyle Busch is there. And I'm like, oh, no, Kyle Busch is going to take the lead. And then next lap, Truex pulls off. <laughs> and, and then the next lap, Kyle Busch blows. Well, Kyle Busch led for a little while. And then um, actually the the next caution was was not for the the – God, what was the second to last caution? Or what was the last caution for? It wasn't for Harvick. Because Harvick's caution came out, changed the pit cycle. And then they had another caution, which is what ended up changing the whole complexion of the race in shocking fashion. I got to see what it is. I looked it up earlier. Now I can't remember the damn thing. Was it Ross Chastain? No. Oh, surprisingly. Chastain. Sorry, I just had to get a dig in there. Chastain (laughs) just had something happen with the rear end of his car. The last caution of the race came out with... Oh, that's right. No wonder I forgot. The last caution came out on lap 341 for Cody Ware. That's why I forgot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he hit the wall. There that's it why was. I forgot. We were wondering where yep. he was. That's it. So Cody Ware crashes, and they have a 20-lap shootout to win. Kyle Busch has the lead, and it looks like, well, Kyle Busch going to have to be up on the wheel. We're going to have a restart with 20 to go in the Southern 500. And then under caution, Kyle Busch is blown up. I could not believe it. I literally could not believe what I was saying. Does Sonal come out tomorrow? It will, as as Kyle said. He's not wrong about that. I don't like bland vanilla Kyle. I hate it. I know he's doing everything to, like, save face. Get a job. I don't like it. I well, miss, Kevin Harvick's got you now. I miss spicy Kyle. Kevin Harvick same, reminds me of, like, the <laughs> IT guy. Like, Sheldon Creed. They're, like, IT guys that got NASCAR rides. Hmm. Kevin Harvick reminds me of my dad. All right. Interesting. Kyle Bush. I don't like meh, vanilla Kyle Bush. And I oh. am I'm not a Kyle Bush hater. I'm a Kyle Bush fan. For like when we first started dating, you rubbed off on me and I wanted to, you to think I was cool and like I like Kyle Bush. Now you Damn just it. don't care. So. I like Kyle Bush. I don't. You like Ross Chastain? Yes, I do. I don't. He's not one of my favorites, but I like him. I like Kyle Bush. I don't like Blah, Kyle Bush. I hate this front he has to put on to save face to try to earn a ride. You want him to speak his mind. I do. Yeah. Fair enough. I respect that. I 
You know, it's funny. I, I don't like Kyle Busch. When that happened, it totally got me invested in the end of the race. And I posted on my own Facebook about Kyle Busch. Okay, we're not going to talk about this. We already said it. And somebody made Stop a comment. It. And uh, and we're not even going to give him the attention he so desires. Moving on. Yeah, I was going to give out the first ever flaming Richard Cranny no. award, but I decided against it. So Kyle Busch blows up, and the race changes from that point. And I feel like you weren't too happy about the end result. No, because I really wanted Denny Hamlin to win. You did? Yes. Why? Over Joey Logano? You wanted Denny Hamlin over Eric Jones? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't strike you as a Denny Hamlin fan. Do you want to go on my Facebook from like 2011? My lucky no. number. My lucky number is 11. I never took you to be a Hamlin fan. I'm not like not. I'm not a like Hamlin fan. I'm just not a Hamlin hater. So you're in the middle. I've met him. He's a super nice guy, contrary to what some people say. I like Denny Hamlin, the team owner. Don't root for him on the racetrack. I like Denny Hamlin. I, I, I like Denny Hamlin. I don't dislike Eric Jones, but I mean... I like seeing... I wasn't upset to see him win, but I, I, like had, picked De- I had picked Denny Hamlin from the beginning. Denny Hamlin's good at Darlington. He is. Like, I, I actually know what I'm talking about, and then fucking Eric Jones comes up. That damn Jones boy. Well, Eric Jones was able to hold him off. It was a pretty exciting finish. It had me nervous, and it had me uh, up on my feet, and I enjoyed it. And um, I did score this thing. Let's take a look at that. Let me get the right Excel file up. Um, take a guess. What what did the race get overall? Six. A six? All right. So the racing, oh. the racing got a six. It went from there to the... Yeah, d- watch. I don't like Woo. that. Can you not? Wee. Two dual screen monitors. Um, so, yeah, the racing got a six. The excitement got a ten. Really? I get, yeah, I was excited. I loved the oh, end. The finish. Had me, okay, yeah, the, the, finish, the end yeah. had me going. Um, I know. And me and mom were just looking at each other like, fucking really? The overall finish, an eight, because it wasn't anything like Saturday's finish, um, which was epic. Uh, lead changes, 21 lead changes. That scores a six. Enjoyment, a 10. I gave the race a 10. And the total is an eight. So uh, that brings our average up. Oh, and the first Darlington race was an 8.4. So not quite as good as the first Darlington race. Uh, but our overall average, Margo's favorite part of this whole experiment, it, we're at a 6.79. These get degrees. That's right. Um, and then looking at the playoff grid, Eric Jones not in the playoffs, so nobody automatically transfers to the next round. On the hot seat right now, Kevin Harvick, Chase Briscoe, Austin Dillon, and Austin Sindrick. So looking at our grids that we filled out, Margo, how are I'm we still looking? Good. You're good? See, I did not have Harvick. I had Briscoe, Suarez, Bowman, and Dillon out. So I have... Dylan, Cindric, Briscoe, and Bell out. So right now, screwing me up are Cindric and Harvick. So Bowman's above the cut line right now, as is... Um, Danny Suarez? That's right. Suarez is just above the cut line in 12th. So Joey Logano is the point leader. William Byron's second. Denny Hamlin, Christopher Bell's fourth. Tyler Reddick, fifth. Ryan Blaney, Kyle Larson, Ross Chastain. Chase Elliott, after finishing last, moves down to ninth. Then it's Bowman, Bush, Suarez. Then you have Cindric, Dillon, Briscoe, and Harvick on the cut line after one race. Going to Kansas this week. What do you think is going to happen at Kansas? I don't know. You tell me what you think because I have to remember who I picked to win. Oh, you already made a pick. Mm-hmm. 
Well, the first Kansas race, that's the race where Kurt Busch won in a good battle with Kyle Larson. I think it'll be a good race. I was drunk. Oh, yeah, we were at Frank's. That's right. Mm-hmm. I had like six margaritas. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a great race. Um, I okay. I don't expect as much chaos this week. I think it'll be a pretty straightforward race. Um, and, and I think we'll really know who the bottom four are going to be after this race going into Bristol. Who's your pick to win? Denny Hamlin or Kevin Harvick. I've Denny got two. Ham- okay. It's either going to be Denny Hamlin or Kevin Harvick. That's all right. I'll give you that. So I'll pick two. I think Kyle Larson and I think Ross Chastain is going to be up in the mix. Those are my two. All right. So we'll see what's going to happen. We'll talk you about will it. We'll be watching football. So We'll be watching football and the race. So we'll give you our best take on it on next week's show. But very interesting start to the playoffs here, folks. Um, very wacky race for mechanical reasons, more so than like calamity with crashes. So see how it all they plays out. They didn't bomber A the race. No, they just broke. Um, so one final segment here. So let's take our final commercial break and thank our good friends, our first ever anchor sponsor here on the Racing with Ryan podcast. Big shout out to American Auto and EJ Wilcoxon for Sponsoring the show, of course, that's American Auto, located at 1523 South Dixie Freeway in New Smyrna Beach. You can give them a call at 386-428-1941. They've got everything, tires, service, whatever you need. Um, For fast, dependable service, you can count on American Auto. So make sure you check them out and uh, come hang out with EJ in the tire room. And uh, you can check check the list, right, Margo? The tire list. Yeah. Yeah. I also have it on my phone. And uh, come hang check out with your us. Lever, check your liver at the door, though. Hey, hang out with us after the race. We have fun in, in there, too. So thank you to EJ and American Auto, one of our proud anchor sponsors here on the Racing with Ryan podcast. We also thank the Florida Southern Ground Pounders. We've talked about them a lot on the show. Who? Uh, Toby Smith, most importantly. So Mike Jones? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they, uh, they came on board a couple of uh, weeks ago, and we oh, thank them. Oh, you thought I was going to do that commercial again. No. No, you did You did the 124. Okay. So thank you to Toby Smith and the Florida Southern Ground Pounders for your support of the New Smyrna Speedway and support of this show. They are in action this weekend. Maybe we'll get that grudge match to happen before the end of the year. Probably not. Probably not, but it would be fun. It's a good thought. Uh, so we thank them, and we thank Speedway Video here this week for uh, just being awesome and uh, providing me with this video that I've been sitting on for the bonus show that's coming up here soon. I just, I have not had any extra time to just to sit down and, and give my full attention to it. And I uh, just want to thank Tom and, and Speedway Video for everything they do. Tom's made a couple of videos the last couple of weeks for the Facebook page. A lot of time, a lot of effort to do that. And uh, we here at the Racing with Ryan podcast appreciate Tom's efforts. And I know a lot of people do. He gets more shout outs in Victory Lane than anybody. Because I'm there to remind them. <laughs> well, whatever works, right? Yes. All right, so let's move into the final part of the show. And again, thank you to all of our sponsors for supporting us as well. Margie, you, you said you had some quarter midget stuff. Well, I... Uh, quarter midgets were also at Darlington this week. Were they now? Yes. Cool. USAC was. All right. I don't think it was a Dixie race. I think it was just a USAC 25 race. I thought I saw Gabby Malone in some of the pictures, but I'm not seeing any results from anybody except Gardner Brothers, so Gavin and Eastie Boy, Easton. Um, so this was their second and their final USAC national race of the year. Um, they had all six cars there. So that I, I don't know. 
The only thing I'm saying is their B mains and A main, or their their main their alphabet soup finishes. I'm not seeing anything from their actual A's, A and B mains. I wonder if they got rained out then. No, no. I've okay. seen the USAC 25 posts. I don't think either Gabby or Eastie Boy Made won it. their mains. Um, but I know that Junior Honda B main won the C main. I, I know that they won the C main and finished P2 in the C main. I thought I had a result. I have nothing. Well, at least they got to go up to Darlington. But and they be part were there. That's and cool. I'm fairly certain that I saw a picture and it looked like Gabby Malone was in it. But now I think I'm wrong. So there's that. Well, but they were there. They did I it. I can't wait to get back to little New Smyrna and watch them race. It's been too long. Is that not Gabby right there? I believe it is. It looks like Gabby. I think so. I'm just, kind of I'm not seeing any results. There, so you're welcome for this two minute potty break or whatever. <laughs> well, we appreciate our quarter midget kids and they did, uh, they did a great, great job. So let's go quickly around the state because some other tracks did get some racing in. I want to start over at the, I want to start the podcast over. Um, start over at the Auburndale Speedway. Excuse me, what? Yeah, I got to start all over. I don't like it. Off the rails, starting over. No, over to Auburndale Speedway we oh, go. Bye. Um, twin 55s for the super late models in honor of Mike McCrary. And 20 cars showed up. Jesse Dutilly won the first race over Jeff Schofield and John Guy. Daniel Webster was fourth. Bray Holmes was fifth. Michael Goddard, Josh Todd, George Gorham, Stephen King, and Kristen Clements, the top five in race number one. I heard that um, George Gorham hit everything but the lotto. Well... He did not finish well in either race. Um, in race number two, it was Jeff Schofield who won the race over Jesse Dutilly. So they flip flop. Ron Lufquist was third. Josh Todd fourth. Daniel Webster fifth. So he was consistent. Bray Holmes sixth. Ross Francisco seventh. Kristen Clements eighth. David King and Stephen King, the top 10. Um, George Gorham finished 15th. John Guy, Tommy King, Adam Briggs, Brighton Horner, and Chase Lovelady. All did not start the second race. So the first one seemed pretty wild. Um, apparently the 37 of Michael Goddard was black flag for unsportsmanlike conduct, obscene gesture to the officials. All right. So things got a bit wild out there at the bull ring for sure. Um, holy cow. 27 crown Vicks. Sean Bailey was DQ'd for unsportsmanlike conduct. It doesn't say. Uh, but Eric Sharon won over Chris Rummel, Dalton Dergiff. Dustin Wilson and Mike Wilson, the top five. That's a lot of cars on that little track. It must have been pretty wild. Um, mod minis, they had 11 show up. Uh, of course, two did not start. So Nick Cummins in the two see the winner over Dylan Reynolds, Jason Deaton, Kendall Wheeler, Curtis Harrigan, the top five. In the Legends, eight cars showed up. Mason Laster, the winner over Jackson Baker, Jackson Denton, Lacey Cool, who's been on the show before, and Daniel Alvarez. Scramblers, they had 17. Um, they have a car that says that that scored as the zero percent. I like it. Uh, but Bray Ganey, to no surprise, is the winner over Dustin Kirkland, John Schofield in third, fourth was Bill Witherington and William Kearns rounding out the top five. A mods, man, they had a lot of divisions racing. Uh, we had 11 of those, and Bobby Mobley, the winner over Roger Blemons, uh, Carlin Ray, third, Jacob Wallace, and Brandon Duchere are the top five. Ronnie Abney and Corey Lane, DQ'd in tech. Wait, that's too bad. Um, <laughs> they don't tell if they're, if they're light or heavy. Just wait. Wait. I'm, I'm still waiting. What for, am I waiting for? I'm waiting on the rest of the story. 
Uh, so that's what happened over at Armandale. They got to race, and we we don't normally talk about Volusia Speedway, but they got their races in the Labor Day Classic. Two Pat- nights of racing. Go ahead. Patrick Thomas got his 100th win. Woo-woo. 100th career win for Patrick Thomas. Good stuff. Well, um, after him, him and Tanner started on the front row together. Oh, we'll see how they we'll see how they both finished. Um, well, three quarter mods had a lot. 19 cars. That's pretty awesome. Logan Malone was out there in a three quarter mod. So was Jesse Powers. Yeah, but Logan's up from quarter midgets. Jeff cool. Newton. Oh! Yeah, Logan <laughs> Malone. Yeah. Sorry. I'm like, okay. I swear. We have, um, I haven't seen the quarter midget kids in like three months. I know, so I I'm going to forget what they all look like. So Wade Olmstead, the winner here. Lawton Minshew. Jesse Powers in third. Then Ray Schaefer and Ryan Schaefer, fourth and fifth. That's pretty cool. Um, Jeff Newton, as you mentioned, he finished in 10th. Good old draft. Those are the uh, notables there. And then the 602 modifies. I know Steve went over all this stuff on the, the hot mic, but Nevin Ganey, the winner of the 602 mod feature in the 604 late models. Clay Harris was the winner. Uh, they started a whole bunch of cars in that one. And then the UMP dirt modifieds feature win went to Clay Harris and Buzzy Rudman with a top three finish. Love to see that. Um, then, yeah, that that was oh, on night number two, two. and okay. I want to focus more on that because there's more people we know in that one. Six hundred two late model feature went to Trey Mills. No surprise he, there. Okay, so we were at we were at Volusia last year for this race. Yeah, Trey Mills also won it. Yep, that kid's awesome. You're welcome. So Trey Mills, the winner on night number two, the six hundred four. Jason Garber finished up 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 in the up. Yeah, he was. Hang on. Oh crap! I went too far back. And Steve um, kept saying Gardner. It is Jason Garver. Yeah, Jason Garver was second. Thank you. Uh, and they then the 604 everything. feature, the results are hard to navigate here. Mark Whitner was the winner over Hunter Peacock, Joe Whitner. Cook, Whitner, Garrett Lloyd, and Nevin Ganey, your top five. Street Nevin, Ga- Nevin Ganey used to run at Lake City when it was an asphalt track, and they were so good up there. Really? You're welcome for that. Little tidbit. Uh, Heath Walker, the winner of the street stocks over Donnie Ashford, Rick Osteen, Jimmy Wagner, and Bubba Christian. Uh, they had 10 of those. And then the Thunderstocks, as Margo mentioned, Patrick Thomas, the former sportsman state champion. Um, he was the winner over. It, go ahead. His state championship wasn't useless. He actually got to like go to the NASCAR bank. Yeah, he was the Division Two champion. Charger, cha- Charger? Or Division Three. I can't remember. I had NASCAR Division. Division three so. championship. He was challenger. Okay. Um, that was back in what, 2016, 2015, something like that? 2017? 16. 16? I had just had Dawson. So Patrick Thomas, winner on the dirt over Jason Gamble. Justin Reynolds with a good run over there. Um, probably my favorite of the Reynolds clan. I feel like he always does pretty good over there. He does. Uh, Bubba Christian was fourth, fifth for Mickey Koka. They had 18 cars, so let's see some other notables. Tanner Thomas that you mentioned, he finished in 8th. Um, Sean Doherty was 10th. Uh, some of these other guys I recognize, like this guy right here who finished in 14th. Oh, man. He can't finish in the top 10 anywhere. Who? Uh, the guy who finished in 14th in the Thunderstock race. I don't know who it was. Um, we don't talk about him. Bruno? Yeah. Uh, but no, it seemed like a good night. I know Kenny went oh. on night number two, and uh, he had fun over there. So um, can't wait. I got to get back to Volusia here soon. Don't know if it'll be this year or not. It won't be for the Rudeman. I'm laying down the law. No. So I guess I'm not going to the Rudeman this year. We'll see. Um, no. 
Unfortunately, Showtime was rained out, and 417 ran go-karts, so nothing to... I believe they ran go-karts. I'm not exactly sure. So nothing to, nothing for us to talk about there. But we did watch some of Thunder Road here last night. The late model finish was awesome, by the way. Four cars under I know who I picked to win. Who was that? The 04, the blue one. And it was the blue 04 of DJ Shaw, who got the win over the other 04, Sean Swallow, in a photo finish. And how much do you think this 200-lap race paid to win? $5,000. $5,650. Not bad. Where did Corliss finish? Jason Corliss was... Oh, he had a flat tire while leading. I knew something stupid yep. would happen because I wasn't there. The, the I picked reason, him to win, but I picked him and DJ Shaw. So. It was just kind of an average race, and then Corliss had a tire go down, and Marcel was running second, blew an engine. So that sucks for Marcel. Now the shell has to get new shoes and the new heart. He does. He does. Uh, but DJ Shaw, the winner, uh, go back and watch it on Flow Race and go watch like the last 10 laps. It was a really, really good race. Um, Sean Swallow's second. Derek O'Donnell came back for third. Nick Sweet was fourth. Bobby Therrien fifth. So Wait, didn't Nick Sweet like cream the... Nope, that was... No, that was Matt White. Too. They only had 25 cars show up for this race. I'm a oh, bit surprised. Man. I mean, I say that, but the race we went to that wasn't a tour race had th- uh, 29. Because I was there. Because you were there, right? So, but still, I mean, a good turnout, good race. Um, let's see, 17, I'm sorry, check that, 16 cars finished all 200 laps. So, good competitive field. Good job they did it. Um, if y'all haven't have... seen an ACT race, go to one. Don't just watch it. Like, I mean, if you are capable, go to one. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Or just go to Thunder Road. Yes, definitely that one. But not everybody wants to drive or fly to Vermont. Now, they don't have... Don't fly into Burlington. It's for more some expensive. reason, I can't find the other divisions. Uh, let me go they back They didn't to, race. It wasn't no, points race. So they no, they care. did. Uh, the street stocks did street stock things and had about 17 cautions. And Dippy Dop won. James Dop did. Yes, thank you, James Dop won that. Yeah, they don't have the... James Dop won that and then... Dang, they don't have the Oh, the um, 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 Aaron Maynard. No. Adam Maynard. No, he didn't win. He won a heat race. I didn't say Let's which one he won. Is there a story here? Let's Not see. for you. Not for me. Let me see if they posted anything on their media social. We are going to oh, fill go. in this dead air here it with is. me singing. Uh, Cameron Ouellette won the Tiger 40 lapper over Kevin Streeter and Justin Prescott. As you mentioned, James Dopp, or Jimmy Dip Dopp, he won the Street Stock 25-lapper over Zachary Audette and Kyler Davis. And then the Road Warrior feature, which was awesome, Frank Putney won over Ryan Foster and Jamie Buick. Um, 22 Road Warriors, 33 Street Stocks, 26 Flying Tigers, and 25 Late Models for their Labor Day show. Great turnout, great stuff. On a Sunday. On a yeah, on a Sunday. Wow. I know. Good stuff. And they uh, championship for Thunder Road this Friday night, final regular season event. I'm going to miss it. I know. They're going to settle their championships. And then they have the Milk Bowl, which is an attract point event at the uh, very beginning of October. So only two more races at Thunder I'm Road. I'm going to fly it over month. It's Your been a, and I have already talked about it. I'm going to the Milk Bowl. It's been a very quick yet eventful season. I'm going to watch covering Jason it. Corliss kiss the cow. Well, there. I'm not talking about me. There you go. So, <laughs> that is our quick around the state and more segment. We we got to call it and more because we cover all kinds of stuff. Any 
Um, other things, I know they had the revival race over at North Wilkesboro. It sounds like no, they the, didn't. Was that two weeks ago? Yeah. Shit. Well, North Wilkesboro is in the news. Uh, it sounds like the All Star race is going to be in North Wilkesboro. I'm excited for that. If See, NASCAR works on the short y'all track package, are just assuming that's what the announcement's going to be. It's yeah. not even official yet. It's, Watch, they're going to be like All Star races at. Just kidding. We're going to have an autograph session with the drivers (laughs) here. That's it. And we're going to scan it for iRacing again. So, But it sounds like we might be getting the all-star race at North Wilkesboro. Anything's better than Texas. I think NASCAR just needs to work on the short track package a little bit, and it will be a good show. So final thing we have to do tonight, Margo, is give out our Richard Cranium Awards, if you have one. No, Um, keep talking about something that's not that. Okay, well, we'll do that, and then we'll finish the show with whatever you have. Nominated to me, of course, was the driver of the 25, James Matthews. Um, we have who he who shall not be named as the flaming Richard Cranium. Why even bother um, fucking saying it? And then I've got to give it to, to NASCAR for not throwing a caution for Kevin Harvick. I'm not going to give it to the guy in the 25 because on my side of things, he was very entertaining. So I give it to NASCAR uh, for the second week in a row butchering a caution period. Have you found what you were looking for? Gasp. Justin Bonsignor won his third feature of the year at Oswego Speedway and won $11,800. Holy cow. Four Mod Classic, one fifty. That's that, it. That's, that's good money. That's all it was. Justin Bonsignor, huh? He, Bonsignor. Is he big money now? He seems to win all the big no. money races. No? That's still Matt Hirschman? Oh, and I wanted to shout out to Woody Pitcat, our former guest. Oh, he yeah. took the trip over to Thunder Road. He was at Thunder Road. Road. He got DQ'd after his heat race. Yes. And he the, didn't do it very the good, the but he was there. The feature didn't go too well, but he was there supporting the damn thing, so that was pretty Stafford cool. Stafford ran, and I haven't... Hang on, let me see if I can pull up some Stafford. Stafford. Do you have a Richard Cranium? Yeah, the 25. The 25? Okay. Because nobody else will give it to him, so I will. All right, so there you go. Your it Richard Cranium. Like dumbass, dumbass. NASCAR and the driver of the 25, Bomber A. And I'm sure a lot of the Bomber guys are going to go, yep, yep, that's the one. Thank you, Margo. He was You're welcome, guys. Um, he might have been entertaining to you. But it's it was the announcer that doesn't have to fix any of these cars. It wasn't very funny to watch cars that are in championship battles or rookie of the year battles get taken out by some moron who bought a car in the pit area, didn't even practice it, went out with qual- for qualifying, qualified eighth out of like 18 and went <laughs> and decided that he was going to eat <laughs> himself. <and laughs> he did everyone. what now? I said what I said. All He's right. a moron. He drove like an asshat. He needs to calm down. Well, that sounds like a good way to end the show. Taylor Swift wrote a song about you. You need to calm down. I do too. Ending on a high note here on the Race with Ryan podcast this week as Margot delivers maybe the most memorable of the Richard Cranium Awards (laughs) as we sign off because, well, we're going to have to do this all again next week. We appreciate our great sponsors, American Auto. Next week? Yeah, we're doing this again next week. Oh. What? Finish thanking your sponsors, but then I have something to say after that at the end. That we we thank about earlier. American Auto, the Florida Southern Ground Pounders, Ken Copley, 124 Welling and Fabrication, <laughs> Never Give Up and Andy Morrison, Jeff White Racing, Speedway Video, Schultz Products, Schultz Fuel Cells. If you're looking for a job, please, Rob, at SchultzProducts.com. Send him an email. Uh, we also thank 70 Motorsports and Bromley Motorsports and all of our listeners. If you want to sponsor a show, it's just $5 an episode. If you want to just support the show, $5 an episode. That's all it takes. We appreciate you guys. Margo, close out the show.
Oh, um, for episode number 68, that's right, 68, we are going to be giving away, I don't know, some, some gift cards, a gift card, some some cool stuff, not a shirt, not a sticker. We are going to actually go buy stuff for our listeners. Um, I don't know. I think we might, do, I don't know if we want to do how many followers we have or maybe just a couple, do a couple things, some keywords. I like the keyword because that means they have to listen. So, but episode number 68, which if I did my math correctly, should fall either the first or second weekend of October, week of October, because this will be episode 64, if I'm not mistaken. Ryan's double checking. But I will give you the backstory on why we are doing... This is 63. Oh, this episode? This is 63, yep. Okay, so then we'll, when will 64 be? Or 68, I mean, sorry. Five weeks? Hang on. So... Let's see, we got 63, 64, 65, 66. October 12th is when we will record episode 68. Yep. So the week of October, it'll probably come out October 13th, so listen then. And when we know what we're going to be giving away, we'll reveal that too. Um, And we're giving it away because my mom, we're doing episode 68. My mom was born in 1968. Her That was her lucky number. We're doing it in October because it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So put two and two together. My mom passed away from stage four breast cancer. We're going to do something special. So stay tuned for that. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed the show. And we'll be back next week to talk about whatever racing happens in Kansas, whatever other developments come our way. Take care, everyone. Good night. Bye.